no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. To the Barry Essentials. On today's show, we discuss NFL free agency and much, much more. A Dub, what's the good word, my guy? Man, I'm cool, Prez, man. Still just thinking about you and I going to the Big Ten tournament, man. Yeah, audience, as you guys know, we have another platform, Chicago State of Mind, and A Dub and I were fortunate enough to be down there covering the Big Ten tournament. Hell of a week down there in Indy. Hell of a week, bro. My goodness, man. Some of the people that we got to sit next to and chop it up with, bro, anybody and everybody in the media world, they were there that weekend, bro. Yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie. I had a good time, man. And um, just soaking in that arena, though, too, it was nice, man. And like you said, everybody was there, man. It was dope. Yeah, I mean, listen, these events, they're great, great basketball, but for me, one of the biggest takeaways that I had A-Dub was just the networking opportunities, man. And the type of people that I'm like, okay, man, I, I got this person's card. Man, this is only going to help us in the future. So I just love those events, man, because it's more than just what you're going for. It's like, man, think about the type of people that you're in that room with. <laughs> and not everybody gets that type of FaceTime with those people. That's true, man. And those people in there, man, they were <laughs> some high-end folks. They were dope. They were down to earth. They wanted to talk to you and I, Prez. So it was all good, man. And I think that's the big thing, too. Just because someone's on TV or somebody's famous and whatnot, you're right, man. A lot of those guys are super down to earth. They're like, shit, I'm just trying to get a cookie at the line, too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, man. They were like, hey, we here. We all here together. Well, hey, with that in mind, though, I mean, audience, obviously you guys come to listen to us talk about football here. But, hey. We know you guys care about March Madness, and March Madness is on the horizon. Me and A-Dub last year had a bet. A-Dub, I think we should make another bet this year for March Madness, man. Man, let's do it then. What are we waiting on? All right, well, cool. So, A-Dub, on my side, if my bracket performs better than you, I'm going to need a bottle of red wine, sir. That's nice what I got you too. last time, right? Yes, sir. I bet. And you and, know what uh, I'm going to need? I'm going to need that need? hat. Okay, you, you called it. You called it. Okay. So, audience, you guys heard the bet here. So, A-Dub and I'll keep you posted here on our uh, March Madness bracket that we're going to do head up with, against each other. I hope A-Dub don't fall in love with their line like he did last year because they came back to <laughs> they bit him in his ass. Yeah, they did, man. I can't let them do me twice, man. But listen, man, I, I love the Illini. It's just last year. We, we both went all in. We both went all in. And, hey, look, on paper, Prince, they look good, right? They did look good. They did look good. I can't even lie. But audience, we hope you guys take a. We hope you guys will take a step back away from NFL free agency and enjoy March Madness because this tournament, A Dub, I have a feeling this shit's gonna be incredible. There's so much parity in college basketball right now that there's teams between one and ten that could probably win the whole thing. Right. Right. And I don't even consider that to be upsets, Perez. I just consider that hey, these a lot of good teams, man. And that's a great point because people were saying that to me at the uh, at the Big Ten tournament about Indiana winning, and I'm like, okay, you could consider that a 
uh, and upset, but I'm like, shit, Indiana got some dogs. So <laughs> I'm not surprised <laughs> right. by what I'm seeing. No, not at all, man. Them boys is balling. All this, we going to get into the Bears talk. First thing I want to discuss with the audience, that audience, you guys remember a couple episodes ago, A-Dub and I gave you our cut predictions for guys on this team. And every single guy that we discussed is no longer a part of this organization, A-Dub. Man, bro. Yeah, we were thinking like Ryan Poles because Ryan Poles over here cleaning house, bro. I'm talking about <laughs> cleaning house, son. He got the broom. He got the mop. He ain't playing. He definitely ain't playing. Look, Tariq Cohen, out of there. Eddie Goldman, out of there. Jenny Trevathan, out of there, son. Damn. Hey, man, all I can say, man, when you say you talk about cleaning house, this is a prime example of what that is, friends. When you're doing all that, big names there. And then let's not even forget about the fact James Daniels left their free agency. James Daniels went to sign with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bilal Nichols left to sign with the Las Vegas Raiders, A-Dub. So I wanted to just kind of stop it right here. So obviously with the cuts, some of those we weren't really that surprised with. However, I want to get your thoughts on James Daniels going over to the Steelers. Man, he's going to go there with Mitch, man. Good for him. But I thought we would have counted James Daniels, Perez, because you're right. You and I talk about this, man. His age is one part of it. We've seen a lot of great things from him until he got hurt, you know. And I thought that maybe he had another chance, another round with the Bears. And to see him not with this team, it was a big shocker for me. So I know I know initially when we discussed James Daniels, we both said, hey, at one point he was the best offensive lineman on the team. That was during that 2020 season. Yeah. But then the more you look at it, you say, well, that offensive line wasn't that good. So he was the best of a bad unit. True. And I'm wondering if what Ryan Poles thought in that situation, A-Dub, was he's not my guy. And maybe Ryan Poles wants a team of nasty offensive linemen. And if that's what he wants – James Daniels is not that. James Daniels is very talented, has a ton of potential, but he don't play with that mean streak. And I think that Ryan Poles, I think he wants a different identity for that offensive line. Because you're right. <laughs> you hit the group itself, man. And, and even with that, James Daniels, um, he was he was one of those guys that you and I talked about that did not support um, the rookie when Justin Fields got hit, you know, and the rookie went over there, uh, Tevin Jenkins went over there and defended Justin Fields, and James Daniels is over there just sitting there just watching. So that part right there, man. Yeah, but, he, Daniels, but he wasn't the only one. He wasn't, the, he wasn't the only one, but you're right, though. James Daniels, he didn't get involved in that at all, did he? No, nah, he didn't, man. He didn't want the smoke. So I, now that, 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 and you mentioned about being nasty, right? He didn't show it. But listen, like you said, he's going to team back up with his boy Mitch Trubisky, so that'll be good. Bilal Nichols going to the Raiders. What did you think about that one? I was rooting for Bilal Nichols to stay with us, but with him going to the Raiders, he get a chance to expand what he's already done with the Bears. He get a chance to show that, hey, you know, he, he can be a guy that can really do some great things, some dividends there. I thought he was solid for the Bears. I, again, Ryan Poles probably thought differently than want to sign him back, but I totally get it. But I had no problem with Bilal Nichols, Perez. I still think the guy was solid. Yeah, I'm with you. Bilal Nichols was fine. He had moments where he really flashed. But when you look at what he signed for, I'm probably looking at I'm, – I'm probably thinking what Ryan Poles was thinking, we're going to get better at that position because when they went out and signed Big Larry, mm. we lose Eddie and we lose Bilal Nichols. But you bring in Big Larry, and I think, honestly, Ryan Poles did a great job of upgrading that position because he got Matt Eberflus a three technique. 
That is what he needs in that 4-3 defense. So A-Dub, when Ryan Poles made that move, and that was a move that he made during the first wave of free agency, I said, okay, I see you because I really did like that signing, bro. Oh, I definitely like that signing there, man. I had no complaints, Fred. I said, well, we lose something, we gain a whole bunch. <laughs> so I got to give Ryan Poles his credit there, Fred. He's paying close attention, man, and that is a big upgrade. And also, too, I know he wasn't the big offensive player that everybody was expecting for us to make splash-wise on that first day of fantasy. However, this was a very important signing for this teammate, though, and I really enjoyed the fact that he's addressing a position on that defense that is going to be very key for us. Like I said, that 4-3, there's a lot of positions that are very important. Getting that three technique is huge. Is huge, and we're gonna see a lot of what this guy gonna do. I think he can continue to prosper in that. I think so too. I mean, when you think about Matt Eberflus's defense with the Colts, they made a lot of strides. And when you look at Big Larry, he's coming off of a career year with the Bengals. He was huge on that team and played a big part with them even making it to the Super Bowl. This guy is disruptive. And you don't have to fire up that tape. When I saw that we signed him, A-Dub, and I was sitting there watching, I'm like, ooh, this is going to be nice. This is going to be real nice. <laughs> and you know what, Perez? I know you're notorious for firing up that tape, bro. <laughs> I know that about you, no doubt. But you're <laughs> right, man. Him with us, he fits what Eberflus, like you're saying, wants to do. So I'm kind of glad that we're getting guys who's going to fit the culture and the identity that we want to play defensively. Yeah, we got to get back to playing that way, you know? And honestly – I think that he's going to be really good helping Robert Quinn and even Travis Gibson on that D front, you know? And so I'll be interested to see how everything shapes up, but I'm really excited to see Ryan Poles getting active and getting a guy like that on this team. Now I know a lot of fans are getting a little antsy, A-Dub. They're like, listen, where are the offensive players? Where are the weapons for uh, Justin Fields? And I feel y'all. I feel y'all. But Ryan Poles is very methodical in the way that he works. And he obviously has a clear vision of where he wants this team to go, A-Dub. Yeah, you're right about that, Perez. He does have a clear vision. And right now, he's telling everybody else, just be patient right now. I know what I'm doing. I see the chess moves I'm trying to make here. Just flow with me, guys. I got you, fans. <laughs> but you know what, though? Bears fans and Bears Twitter, they're always going to find a reason to be angry. And I'm not trying to come at y'all. <laughs> you remember last year when they signed Dalton, when they re-signed up, I mean, when they when they brought back Jimmy Graham, when they had all those series of moves, and y'all know what those moves were that Ryan Pace did. Y'all were pissed off then. And y'all just as pissed off now when Ryan Poles is trying to clear up cap space. He traded Khalil back. He cut all those guys that we talked about earlier. Cohen, uh, Trevathan, Goldman. You guys are angry about that. Give the man an opportunity to come in here and see what's what. Because this roster, we know it wasn't a good roster. Ryan Pace got fired because this wasn't a good roster. <laughs> right, right. And we got to keep in mind, Perez, that these are some of the guys that we – they weren't injured. You know, we didn't win. Um, when they were playing healthy, we didn't win. So it just shows you that Ryan Pace is pretty much saying, hey, I'm raising the bar, the expectations. And I think just with that idea, a lot of people were upset about the clue back trade. Rightfully so. You and I were bummed about it. But, yep. but you have to think big picture with these things. And when you look at a big picture, you're going to pay Khalil back that type of money to be an eight or nine win team? No. Right. What are we doing? <laughs> that is key right there for his. As I mentioned before, man, we couldn't win with Khalil Mack. That was, that's money that's best served 
in other positions. Now, agreed. We talked about the big Larry signing, huge signing. Can't wait to see what he does in this defense. Another sign that A-Dub to talk about is the Bears signed an interior lineman from the Green Bay Packers, Lucas Patrick. Now, this one was very intriguing for me because he feels a very important need because when you lose a James Daniels, even though Sam Mustafer was tendered to deal, we know that Sam Mustafer is probably not going to be a starter on that offensive line in 2022. Right. And the fact that Patrick is coming over here from the Green Bay Packers. He worked with Getty before. He protected Aaron Rodgers. And so with this guy, I had to fire up the old tape machine again, old a <laughs> I tell you one thing, bro. This guy's tough as hell. And we talk about this offensive line and a better and tougher unit. This guy right here, he fits the bill. Smart, versatile. And I tell you one thing, man. It's going to be exciting to see them make this transition to us mauling people on that offensive line and having someone that can protect the fucking quarterback. And the thing is, you're right, Perez. Protecting the quarterback is definitely key, and he does fit that bill. I think I'm going to go a different direction with you on him as well. I think it's also going to be important that Justin Fields don't make him look bad. Because I know you and I talked about – I hate to throw some little shade here, but we knew Justin Fields held the ball a lot. But this guy here does his job, Perez. He is a mean – can get very mean on that line, man. And so, yeah, this guy is very solid. And you hit a point about his versatility. That's something I like, too, because he can play center or guard. So when a guy can do that, play multiple roles, that kind of versatility. To pick at his game a bit, one of the things that I saw was in the run blocking game, very limited there. But I think the versatility is the thing that I like the most. Decent mm -hmm. as a pass blocker, just decent. But I would say the versatility is the biggest thing because with the Packers, he started at left guard, center, and at right guard. But mm -hmm. I thought last season, well, I thought he was better at right guard the previous season than he was when he played center last season. But again, when you bring a guy like this in with that type of versatility and that skill set and that main streak, it's yes. huge. Very huge. And I'm looking forward to see how it all come together with him. Man. I, I want to see what he does, um, how he can play in this system here, whatever system bears decide to run offensively. And the most important thing is that this is a guy who I think can protect Justin Fields. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I thought that was a good signing, man. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things, though, is, as I mentioned a second ago, this an area that he got, he has to clean up is in the run game. We, we mm -hmm. got to get him better there. But on Phil, the guy fights. He competes like a motherfucker, man, and he's physical. And so even if he lacks some technique things that I've seen on Phil – he can get the job done, but I think that there's some things about him that can approve that he can improve upon because with most other uh, offensive linemen, your worst reps are probably going to be against top level defensive linemen, right? Or with space, and that's kind of where I saw him struggle, and also with guys that were quicker than he was. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's a good observation, <laughs> but if he's going to struggle in that area, man, uh, and I don't think he will. I think that's something he probably will clean up for us. You're right; he probably cleaned it up with us. But the thing is, the fact that it's out there, it's on put on front notice, then, hey, that will be good for him to continue to work and evolve in that area because when you run it for our running backs, you're going to need to block very well in the run game because that's what that's part of our bread and butter, the run game. Yeah, but like I said, if it's out there on film, that's something the other teams are going to be looking to exploit. So I do hope right. that whatever scheme, that gets put, whatever scheme gets put in place, you're putting that scheme in place understanding the strengths and weaknesses of your players. Mm-hmm. But 
I think this is going to be a really good fit because he knows this office inside out because he's been in this office before. Right. I think that's huge. I that's think that's huge. huge. Right there. And that makes him more comfortable too, Perez. He gets comfortable. He don't feel lost, <laughs> out of place. You know how they go, right? So this would be a good transition for him. Yeah, and I don't think he's going to be like some sort of an all-pro, pro-bowler pro type player for us, but I think he's, he's going to be valuable at a lot of different levels. This is somebody that's going to be able to be like almost like another coach out there on the field because he knows his offense so well that he can help the guys next to him understand the terminology of everything. And that is key right there, Perez, understanding and helping the guys. If he can continue to be a leader on that, on that front, Perez – that's for a plus because I didn't see a lot of that leadership. You probably can attest to this. I didn't see a lot of that last season on the Bears line. No, it wasn't there. It wasn't there. It was non-existent. So you, had guys, you, you, you had guys reprimanding the rookie tackle for showing a little bit of moxie and going after people for fucking uh, taking late hits on your quarterback. That was the type of leadership that they were doing last season. That shit was awful. Yeah, it was awful. Many, you had too many nice guys on that offensive line. I'm sorry. Fuck that. <laughs> this is the NFC North. And if Ryan Poles wants to take this damn uh, division back, then we need people that are going to have that mindset to want to take something. You can't take something if you're a nice guy about it. No, not at all, man. Can't be that way. You got to play hard. Got to play tough. Got to play physical. That's just the name of this game here, man. Especially on that line. Especially on the line. Now, I talked earlier, audience, about the fact that we're shifting to this 4-3 lineup here, sh shifting to this 4-3 scheme. Now, one of the things that we've talked about with, this, with you guys a lot is the fact that when you're shifting to that type of a scheme, you need to have linebackers. And so we've seen that Ryan Poles has added a lot of inside linebacker depth. And the Bears went out and signed Nicholas Moreau. And I thought this was a very underrated signing. And it just goes to show you how Ryan Poles is thinking. And I thought that this was a really strong move. And this is somebody that I think that they'll be able to end up putting next to Roquan Smith in that defense. You know, one thing I like about Ryan Poles with that, man, he's always thinking big picture, Prez. Big picture. And you're right, man. He's looking at the guys we currently have on this roster already. And what, like you said, what would possibly fit? He actually fits it too, man. He fits the scheme that we're trying to run, is that he's still just piling on guys who are there, who can come in and make an early, make an impact. Now, the only thing with this player is he had a career year in 2020, but last year he missed the whole season. He had a foot injury. So, there's not a lot of tape on him from last season. So the stuff that I did on this player was from the 2020 season. Now, the one thing that I really, really thought that is going to show up with him is he's a special teams player. I think that he's going to be a nice fit next to Roquan. And also, he showed some leadership abilities for some of the stuff that I saw from him. I saw that he was always in the right position. I saw him talking to everybody up. I saw him encouraging people. And again, the one key thing that you're going to hear me talk about with Ryan Poles and his acquisitions is versatility. Moreau can play every linebacker spot. And as I mentioned earlier, he can play on special teams. If you guys are noticing that trend with what he's been doing on his defense, and also now we saw with the move that he made on the offensive line, it's all about versatility. You have to have guys that are interchangeable. And this is another guy that's able to do that. And that's something you love right there, Perez, because I know you're not talking about this a lot. People get hurt in the season, and you're going to need somebody else to step up and step in. Fair point there. But I think this is a hell of a get for us. I think he's going to be a really, really great fit because 
If he does end up playing next to Roquan, cool. If he ends up coming off the bench like he did with the Raiders, cool. Right. You can never have enough guys like that that have that ability to step in when their number is called. And that's what we want. That's what we're looking for, Perez. We don't lose a beat when that happens if he's coming off the you know bench. Right. Because I tell you one thing, he flies to the football and he will fucking put a hat on somebody, baby. <laughs> Audience, I do have to take a second, a second here to talk about some other guys that we lost because A.W. and I both wanted Jakeem Grant to return. And we saw that he signed a three-year deal to leave the organization to go sign with the Cleveland Browns. I was like, man, that hurt right there, Perez, because I like Grant. Yeah, Grant was a versatile piece here. And like I said, versatility is something that we can always utilize here in Chicago. But I guarantee that they that deal that he got with the Browns was probably too rich for Ryan Poles' blood. <laughs> Ryan Poles was like, nah, I probably can find somebody like you elsewhere. Man. Yeah, but it just sucks when you lose a Pro Bowl talent because Shaquem Grant, man, that dude right there, he brought a little juice to this team. And also, let's keep this in mind. Well, we acquired him from the Dolphins. Ryan Pace gave up draft capital to sign him, and then we did not retain him. So that's a draft pick that we lost, and the guy's gone. Yep. That's it right there, Perez. But you also made a good point, though, man. When you're a pro bowler, Perez, and you're a free agent, you're going to make a little extra change, right? <laughs> and so you knew he was in for making some money, right, after having oh, yeah. a season like We that. knew he was going to get a raise. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So he's like, hey, people saw that, hey, what he did for the Bears. And not only on special teams, Perez, you know, we also saw him do some well, do good in jet plays, you know, whatever, uh, um, being a wide receiver. He was a guy, man. So they're going to get a good one. I can't lie. I think the, I think Cleveland came up with him, man. No, it was a good move for him. Yep. You know, maybe maybe a slight overpay, but, you know, good move right. for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Artie Burns, he left to sign with the Seattle Seahawks. You and I, we're not going to lose any sleep over that one, but hopefully Artie Burns is able to get his career turned around with Seattle. Good luck to him. Now, Patrick Scales is a guy that re-signed one-year deal. Patrick Scales back. You and I talked about continuity with that special teams unit, so obviously it was big to get him back. Hopefully Pat O'Donnell's deal is coming up uh, around the corner here. Keep that keep that chemistry together, Perez. Yes, sir. Jesper Horstead, Sam Mustafer, and Lachavius Simmons all were tendered, so those guys all should be returning to the fold here. A-Dub, wanted to get your thoughts now as we look ahead to the remaining parts of free agency. Because as I teased earlier for the audience, a lot of the fan base is wondering, what are we doing on office? <laughs> They're like, what is Ryan Poles doing? Because in my mind, I'm like, Ryan Poles is doing bargain shopping right now. But I want to get your thoughts on some targets that you think that we can realistically pull in here at this phase of uh, free agency. Perez, you remember I brought this up last season. I'm going to bring it up again this season. Juju. Okay. I think we got a chance this time, Perez. I know I said it may sound like I was being unrealistic last time, but I think we got a chance with him, man, because I don't think things going to go well with him in Pittsburgh. I think we have a legitimate shot. So I wouldn't mind seeing him paired up with Money Moon, Perez. And I think it's, a, it's not a long shot. I think we have a chance because I don't believe we're going to bring back A-Rob. No, I think at this point A-Rob's as good. He's as good as gone. Um, the Juju thing, A-Dub, I feel like you're slowly starting to kind of get my mind going in that direction. I'm 50-50 when it comes to Juju. I think Juju, <laughs> he's intriguing, man, because he has talent. He's still young, yep. but his that last season that he had was Pitt, with Pittsburgh, that was not a really good season. No, nah, it, was it wasn't. No, nah, it wasn't, man. I agree with you 100%. And that means that maybe his market value may have gone down, Perez. But then I also wonder, 
would he be the good uh, would he be someone that we should go after because what if he's looking to play on a prove it deal because we know what Ryan Pohl said he wants guys that are hungry and guys that are looking to prove themselves so what if he came here on a one-year prove it deal to show the league that he still has it and that won't be bad for us man a hungry guy like that Perez who want to prove to the world that he's one of the elite guys hey why not because I'll tell you like I said he intrigues me he's a playmaker good hands catches the football well would be a great option to have with Justin Fields and also to pair with your boy, Buddy Bone. Yeah, man. He got that speed to press. We seen the burst, man. The guy can get open, man. That would be a good one. We'll see what happens there. I, I think I think the Bears do have interest in Juju. I think it's just going to come down to what the, the free agent market says for him because if you have seen some of the deals that have been signed in free agency, Boy, some of the money that these guys are getting. When I saw what Christian Kirk signed for, and listen, I like Christian Kirk. I thought he was a fine, solid receiver. When I saw he got somebody, what the fuck the Jaguars doing? <laughs> exactly, man. These guys are getting some money, man, no doubt. I'm like, fuck, that's an overpay. But anyway. It was. <laughs> what about I'm with what, you. what do you think about a guy like Jarvis Landry? You know what? I think Jarvis Landry has something to prove too, Perez. I don't think he was happy in his role last season. You know what I'm saying? I still oh, think look at what his quarterback was. Right, <laughs> exactly. So he <laughs> want to tell everybody, like, it, it wasn't my fault. That's what he's trying to tell everybody. It wasn't my fault. Whoever I signed with, you're going to get a humble guy, a hungry guy, too. I got something to prove. So you talk about Juju got something to prove, maybe. He he if he probably the one that really has something to prove, Chris. I think both of those guys do. That's why I brought the name up, because Jarvis Landry is a guy, a solid leader, really tough player. And I was surprised that the Browns cut him. I feel like they did him a favor to get him away from Baker. Baker, I swear <laughs> to God, he is such an awful quarterback. Such an awful quarterback. He gets so much credit for being mediocre, it makes no sense to me. But anyway, I'm not going to get off onto a tangent, but I would just say I'm glad that Jarvis Landry got free. And I think that he's one of the top options out there in that free agent, I mean, in that wide receiver market because there's not a lot of people out there uh, in that wide receiver market, they don't. Now that market gets small, Perez, and um, I, I hope we don't have a close door on Jarvis, man, because I think he could also come in and contribute too, Perez. Because I've been hearing a lot of people talking about Marquez Valdez-Scantlin from the Packers. Yeah. And I think it's obvious that connection between him and Getsy. I don't know how I feel about that one. I know how I feel about it, Perez. <laughs> I'll tell you this, man. I'm not too thrilled about him. I mean, he'd probably be solid for us, Perez. But I'm not too. I'm not sold on yet. You know what I'm saying? Because I thought more of what he's done. I really and I don't know how great he really is. How good he really is. Well, I mean, this is this is the problem when you're talking about evaluating a guy like this. I watch a lot of film on the Packers, obviously, and what I have seen from the guy is he's got talent. The problem is with Green Bay is Green Bay. If outside of Devontae Adams, they're not keying on one particular guy, right? So he kind of got lost in the shuffle. I thought, but he's got talent. I think though. I can see a situation where Getty may push and say, hey, we need to bring this guy in here. I, that's, I'm telling you, Bears fans, just brace that there may be more of an appetite to bring him here than a Juju or a Jarvis Landry. And hey, you might be right there, Perez. Maybe he's probably somebody looking at probably for the slot, you know. Um, but I also look at what that financial going to be for him as well. So if the mark yeah. is right, the value right, Probably could work. Well, see, that's my problem because I think that a lot of people are getting paid deals right now 
that are just crazy money. Now, when you think about the deal that Big Larry signed, now, yeah, on paper, three years, 40.5 million. But if you look at the financials on that, it's actually only a one year, $10 million contract based on the guaranteed money. So the Bears are strategic in how they structure these deals. So whatever they do, it just has to be advantageous for the future of this franchise. Right. And I think that's the one thing I'm giving Ryan Post a lot of credit for, Prez, because he's not actually getting guys that's going to sign a deal that's going to hold this team hostage. That's a fair point. Now, however, a guy that I talked about earlier in free agency, Teron Armstead, I hope they back the Brace truck to this man and bring him in here. He is the top offensive tackle on the market. And I'll tell you one thing, it's going to be expensive, but he would be a hell of an upgrade on that offensive line. I am still pounding the table. Bring Teron Armstead to Chicago, Ryan Poles, please. Man, that is going to cost some bank press. It's going to hit the bank a little bit. No doubt. It's, it's, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. But listen, hey, it's, nothing's too expensive for your franchise quarterback and new face of the franchise, Justin Fields. That's true, too, because we, you and I keep talking about this, man. The most important thing is Justin Fields protecting him. So you talk about that protection, that's probably where you think about a Ryan Poles is one of the areas you want to spend some money on for sure. So getting him, Perez, would not hurt my feelings at all, man. Matter of fact, I'll be happy to say, you know what? At least we know for sure we got somebody, possibly two persons, that can really uh, protect Justin Fields. No, that's a fair point. One guy I want to ask you about, A-Dub, is Kyle Fuller. He's back on the uh, the market here. What are your thoughts on uh, Kyle Fuller potentially coming back to Chicago? I think that would be a good idea, Perez. I saw his name come up, too. I was like, hold on. He played good in Chicago on the old system we're playing in. I think he may still fit the new system, though. But I still think – I know he wasn't who he was in that, with that team over there, but I still think this guy has some value, Perez. I think he's comfortable playing Chicago. I think he will get his best. So, for me, I don't mind a reunite. I think him and Jalen Johnson will kick it off and be happy together, man. Yeah, I think having some sort of a reunion with a Kyle Fuller, and it's not just me being a, a meathead, nostalgic Bears fan. I think on a one-year deal, bring him back. Why not? Because there's a hole there on that side. He had a down year with the Broncos, so he would obviously come here on an affordable deal. Why not? Right. So I won't mind that, man. I would not mind that at all, Perez. I still think the guy's solid. A down year, we definitely can, can agree to that. But I think this guy still got something left in the tank, Perez. He's not finished, man. And listen, on a one-year deal, you still draft a corner, and, and, but you have this guy here for the one season. And I think that that would be good. Casey Hayward is a guy that I've talked about in the past. He would be somebody that I thought would be solid. He's been very consistent his time with the Raiders. He'll be a nice addition next to Jalen Johnson, but they mm-hmm. got to do something at that quarterback position, bro. They have no, they have pr- prayers. <laughs> it's a must. We must get somebody for the other side because what we currently have, just not good enough, as you and I always talk about. And also at safety, I want the Honey Badger. I want Tyron Matthew. Bring Tyron Matthew to Chicago. Ryan Poles, you know this guy. You guys spent time together in KC. I hope you guys have been having conversations. Please bring him to Chicago. I think he's worth the money, Perez. He's worth the investment. It'll be a good job for us. And I'll tell you, man, this may get Eddie Jackson back on the right track. Yeah, dude's a playmaker, bro. That's what we need. We need some juice on this defense. And everywhere the Tyrant's gone, those teams are produced. Their defenses are big good, and he's a winner. 
you're right. He's a winner, and I think he's going to bring something out of Eddie Jackson. And listen, Eddie Jackson, while he's sitting over here on Twitter uh, with his little emojis, he better be watching out because Ryan Poles ain't done with these moves. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's true, too. And you better worry about it. Hey, like I said, if you and I say that, you know, uh, Mac can get traded, anybody, anything happen to anybody else, hey, look, he ain't safe. Eddie Jackson is not safe, though. No, he's not. And I hope that he realizes that because Ryan Poles is not fucking around. This is not the same old administration. See, Ryan Pace, he had a little skin in the game with these guys because he drafted some of these guys. He signed some of these guys. So he was giving those guys the benefit of the doubt. Ryan right. Poles ain't got no fucking emotion in this shit right now. He's like, look, I'm doing what I got to do. I'm doing what's the best interest for this team going forward. And he's been purely objective, Press, purely objective. And if he's looking at film like he say he has, the film ain't too good on Eddie Jackson right now. <laughs> I just want Bears fans to just be patient here because obviously Ryan Poles is being very methodical. I know a lot of people are just not happy with the pace of the moves. They want to see more help on offense. But guys, if you're looking at these deals that are being signed, it's, it's, it's crazy money that's just be going out, it's, that's being thrown out there right now. And I think that because he's letting the market come to him on guys that he's interested in. So just let the guy work. Let him do what he's going to do here. Yeah, let him work, Perez. It looks to you and I that if I'm not sure what I know a lot of people probably think differently of this, but it doesn't like he's trying to overpay for players. Like I said, I go back to that fucking Christian Kirk signing with the Jaguars. $84 million for Christian Kirk. I'm sorry. That is a stupid deal by the Jaguars. Stupid money. Because they now thirsty. Because now you look, you got other wide receivers that we're targeted, like a Jarvis Landry or a Juju. They're gonna point at that deal. Like, okay, Juju can say, Well, look at my numbers. I know <laughs> I had a down here. Jarvis right. Landry can say, look at my numbers. So giving them leverage. So th th my whole point of saying is well, you gotta be patient. You gotta let these guys realize what their true market is and not that exaggerated nonsense that Christian Kirk got from the Jaguars, which was stupid. They're gonna pay, they're gonna pay for that later. Well, they're the Jaguars. They they always gonna pay for that dumb shit. I know what they're <laughs> trying to do. They're trying to give Trevor Lawrence an option there, a receiver, but Good Lord, $84 million? Shh, bro, bro, Good luck bro. with that. <laughs> that shit was awful. But listen, Bears fans, I know you guys are just excited as we are to see Ryan Poles make a splash. But, again, patience. It's a virtue. They always say good things come to those who wait. It's true. I know some people don't believe that shit, A-Dub, but I think it's very true. I believe in Ryan Poles. I'm going to give this guy the same shit and benefit of the doubt that I gave to Ryan Pace, even though Ryan Pace didn't deserve the shit. But I still gave it to him. Right. You gave it to him. But you're right. We're going to give Ryan Poles the same thing, man. And um, right now, I know people may disagree with you and I on this part, Perez, but I like how Ryan Poles is going about business, man. Take your time, man. Oh, I mean, listen, he's made a lot of tough decisions. He's cut a lot of uh, he's cut a lot of popular players. See a Tariq Cohen leave? That sucked. I love Tariq Cohen, not just as a football player, but as a person. The guy was cool. I loved him as a Twitter follower. I loved, like, just seeing him represent this franchise. I loved Danny Trevathan. Eddie Goldman, I thought, was solid here. And at one point, Eddie Goldman was one of the most unsung players on that defense. He did all the dirty work. True. But again... Sometimes in business, you got to make those tough decisions. A Khalil Mack, come on now. There's not enough time A-Dub and I can spit on this show talking to you about the importance of a Khalil Mack. But again, these are decisions that Ryan Poles had to make. They were not easy decisions, but at the same time, I credit him for doing what needed to be done. Yep, somebody got to make the tough decisions, and Ryan Poles is ready for that smoke. 
He sure was. Well, hey, Dub, man, I can't wait to talk to the audience next week after we have a whole other couple days of seeing what Ryan Poles does. But audience, let this man work, please. Let him work. All right, man, we appreciate you guys for rocking with us and making us a top 10 Chicago Bears podcast. Talk to y'all next week, and we are out.